Welcome back, all. I am Zach again. Christine. Evelyn. Ging, I'm Carlo. <laughs> Ging on Carlo? <laughs> what was going on there? We're recording this a little earlier. It's yeah. not really early, but we haven't really had our caffeine yet. So, you know, I guess oh this God, podcast is brought to you by coffee. I guess the maybe. Lack of coffee that we drank. <laughs> hey, at least you have coffee. Yeah. Maybe we, we put some be... Baileys in it. Maybe we didn't. You can leave that up to you. Uh, yeah, so how's everyone doing today? What have you guys been playing? Destiny. Uh, <laughs> Destiny, mostly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, obviously, the elephant in the room. Yeah, I mean, Odyssey the is, giant Odyssey is yeah. the big one. Elephant in the room. One Sorry, Evelyn. Play Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we've all been, well, we've mostly been playing Odyssey. Evelyn leans back away from the mic. There's no reason for me to sit here, and I have nothing to say. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I've, you know, Odyssey have been really loving it thus far. It's Yeah, uh, it's been really nice. Um, yeah, I'll let you guys speak to it because I think I have some interesting things to say about yeah. Odyssey in my experience. Well, one thing that I noticed that was sort of weird, and I was talking briefly with Christine about this, is it, the game gets noticeably better when you beat it, when yeah. you quote-unquote beat the game. And like, the, it, the main storyline's so short, Well, the like main The main storyline feels almost as if it's like, just basically like one very long extended tutorial. It kind of does, really. Like, yeah. you, you get, you get like, a tutorial going on and it does get harder i mean you get a- the, it's like it's mostly like the fact that there were just like tips between each world that kind of like re-explained like oh yeah by the way don't forget to, that you're gonna do this it's like it really felt like each world was kind of teaching you like one piece of the mechanics yeah or, or, or the, the new world, mechanics introduced I the world say. was teaching you about the world and the game and like you do like a quick path through and then it's like okay but the the game doesn't really feel like it starts until you're yeah 10 15 hours you've beaten the story and then it's just like, all right, now you're open up. Yeah. Now the next thirty hours are just the thing is, up for you. It's I think it's really easy to get stuck on early levels. Uh, yeah, where yeah. you you spend a lot of time just looking for different moons, and like I think there are a lot of moons and a lot of interesting places. Also, uh, they don't all unlock until you're done with the game. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, no, yeah, it's like, also interesting. It, it like doubles the amount from what I remember. Like not actually doubles, but like very very close to something of that of that sort uh but but like a lot of the moons that i found early on at the very beginning of the game and it's kind of why i've stalled on it um like i've i've been i've been the main story and that's kind of where i've gotten Mm -hmm. uh but a lot of the time a lot of the early time i spent was just kind of you know trying to collect all the moons that i possibly could at a certain level been maxing uh, it a little bit, kind of, kind of, yeah. But, but but that's because like the worlds and the level designs were so varied, and quite frankly, like actually very interesting. Like, yeah, there were a lot of times I found moons in places that I was like, oh yeah, of course there's like a moon there because it's like this like small little hidden area. But then a lot of other times, some there are, I find moons in places where I'm like, I wouldn't have been able to do this if I didn't learn that stupid like jump off the wall, throw my hat back at the wall, yeah. dive onto that, jump back off the wall thing. And it's like, 
what the fuck? They're doing some... <laughs> the fuck, Nintendo? There's a lot of really interesting stuff there where it's like, uh, you know, some people might be like, oh, yeah, you know, there's probably going to be a moon here. But it's like there is that, like, weirdly intuitive thing about it. Like, it, and it does really encourage you, the same way Breath of the Wild did, to yeah. fully explore and be... Because almost every time you'd be like... I wonder what that is over there. You'd get a reward for it, which yeah. is really cool. Oh, yeah. There's some really fun ones. Like, one of my favorite, like, I think this is actually only post-game, but, uh, like, in New Donk City, like, you go and you go to a cinema and you actually get to play, like, oh, on the cinema one, screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. you, you play 1-1. Yeah. You play through Super Mario 1-1, one, one, which, which is yeah. so cool. I mean, there's I a lot nice There's a lot of, like, a lot of the older 2D Mario side-scrolling parts yeah are, are were very surprising and super interesting I, I think those are probably my favorite parts of the entire game itself i definitely enjoyed that uh you know all the stuff in new donk city like i during the whole festival i was really just like big smile on my face the whole time just yeah. like this is really fun especially like the final push where you're doing donkey kong that's yeah. what it is and i was like oh this is so cool yeah it's a it it capitalizes on a lot of the nostalgia you have but for older really Mario games. Fall. It doesn't feel false. No, it doesn't feel false. But at the same time, I would also say like, okay, Nintendo, you fucking did it. You cashed in on it. Yep. But the, you can't cash in on it again. No. Yeah. They, and that's, like this is it. Like you, you, you cashed on on all the nostalgia from like literally all the way back to sixty four. And even like obviously like some parts of the, like the two D Mario stuff. Yeah, I mean the, def- the sixty four yeah. stuff is like super overt too. Once you oh get yeah, to that, it like, feels it. Yeah, you know, no spoilers for the people who haven't played it yet. I mean, but... we've already spoiled the parts of it. So yeah, but <laughs> with the post game, the post game thing that people are excited about, that was my favorite thing. Yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, just everything about this kingdom is just like right in that like 90s nostalgia thing that yeah. like feels <laughs> yeah it was cool yeah but i would also say that that's also some of the things i don't like that's necessarily about odyssey yeah mm-hmm. i mean again this is as i've said multiple times on previous podcasts some of the things i don't like about this game are like direct Holes from Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> like I did not like the lava thing where it's like you had to use your hat to kind of clear out of clear it out of the way. I was like, oh my god, this is the flood all <laughs> over again. Or like you some of the used one of the jet octopuses. No, but yeah, fuck the jet octopuses. <laughs> I love those. Like I've those are stupid. Like them. I've grown to like them. Uh, and yeah, like just like there's like small little bits and pieces of that that, ma- that remind me of Sunshine that make me just like super. <laughs> you really hate Sunshine. I, well, no, yeah, like I there are a lot of things I dislike about Sunshine. But no, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. There's an interesting. Uh, there was a conspiracy theory I was reading before uh, before the game came out about how Odyssey was going to be the last Mario game, and it's obviously not going to be. But it's weird that I can like totally see why somebody would think that if they were playing it early, because there's so much that's like kind of a callback and a retrospective and like a. But yeah, but even then, it it does kind of lend yourself to be like, like. It reminds me a lot of um, what was it? Uh, not Breath of the Wild. Um, Skyward Sword, mm. where like Skyward Sword was kind of this like kind of nice, weird culmination of a lot of Zelda stuff. Yeah, and a lot of like Zelda aspects, and it was like okay, cool. But like at that point in time for Zelda, it was like I'm bored with this. Like I've you've run it into the ground, Nintendo. What the fuck are you doing? Here it's kind of like it's refreshing because like again we don't get 
3D Mario games all that often. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit of a like yeah. reinvention, but I could totally see why people were f- feeling like that because it yeah. does feel like a thing where it's like, hey, here's all your memories you've had of this. Here's all the memories you had of a gaming legend, which is typically something that somebody will do for something yeah. where it's like if it's a movie that it's the last movie there's like a big formal farewell where they go through those memories and stuff and it does yeah. feel like that but i mean obviously it's not going to be this is a wildly successful game so yeah i know it's it's wildly successful it works very well and i and i'm enjoying my time with it yeah, it's, yeah. I, mean, I just also nintendo's gonna let go of mario when disney lets go of mickey mouse yeah that's <laughs> never yeah, gonna much. it's never gonna happen but i I kind of want to see the Breath of the Wild Mario game, right? Like, I want to see that. Like, this was, like, a departure, but I don't think it was as big of a departure as Zelda was. No, certainly not. And it was not, not, like, it was not as... And, like, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying playing it a lot, but... question. Did either of you actually ever uh, do the co-op mode? No, I haven't done it yet. Haven't yet, no. I heard it's really I, good. I actually really enjoyed it. Like, I yeah. just want to bring that up since I ended up uh, having, like, a friend over, and I was like, I want to play this game. And I had her be Hattie and then me be Mario since I wanted to play the bulk of it. Cappy. Yeah. Sorry, Cap- why did I say Cappy? Hattie? <laughs> Cappy. Uh, obviously, Cappy. I've played this game. Obviously. Um, but it was really nice, though, because, like, Mario still drives a lot of the bulk yeah. of the action. So if you're playing, then it's nice. But also, you don't have to have your partner worry about, like, dying. And they still very much feel a part mm-hmm. of it. The only exception, really, is, like, when you're doing the 2D modes. But I think that's still fair. Yeah. yeah. I heard it was, like, a little bit OP because the cap can just, <laughs> yep. like, go on and take off, take out everything without yeah. you having to do anything. Yeah, but if you're collecting moons, though, it's not because... That's you, fair. Because only Mario can collect moons. Yeah. yeah. Cappy can't. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's just, I'm hoping, I'm excited to see what's next and I'm enjoying what I do have with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has not captured me the same way that Zelda did though. That's fair. Um, yeah. That was just so beautiful. There was a, I mean, I, it's an interesting thing where I, I was talking with my girlfriend about this, uh, Zelda, I probably liked a lot better yeah. until the end of the game, at yeah. which point it was like, all right, well, I don't really... Well, that was it. it. There was no... There was, like, the, the, the carrot on the stick was gone. Yeah, there, there's sort of nothing really after that, whereas Odyssey, I was like, okay, this is, like, fine. And yeah. then after the end of the game, I was like, okay, now I'm, like, actually really into yeah. this because there's so much more, like, just challenge. There's so much more... There's uh, so much more game there, and you really feel like you get a chance to be like, okay, let me challenge myself. Let me challenge yeah. the game. And the game rewards you every single time. And that makes it just so much more satisfying. Yeah, it definitely makes exploration incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Which I think is something that's very, very hard to do, especially in modern day games where everything's like this weird, crazy open world or even procedurally generated open mm-hmm. world. And it's like the it, it shows, again, how good Nintendo is when it comes to level design. Cause yeah. The, the levels in Odyssey are probably some of the most spectacular levels that I've seen in a Mario game. I mean, yeah, they're beautiful. They're like expansive. Yeah, like, they're beautiful. They're, they're, they're big, but they're not too big, which yeah. is interesting, yeah. which is like kind of crazy. It's like because I think that was the main problem with Galaxy. A lot of people had where that the worlds felt too crowded or too encapsulated. Whereas like here, it's like, I mean, the first time you go to the um, the desert, right? Mm-hmm. Super big super huge which um eventually does somewhat change but uh it's like it's like big but it's like you can get from place to place pretty easily if you know how to do it <laughs> yeah no it's it it is 
I mean, they're the masters of, like I said, every time you want to try something, it doesn't matter what you're trying. You're like, oh, I wonder what that is or hmm, how do I get to that? Every single time you do, you get rewarded yeah. for that, which is super cool. And I mean, that seems to be how you really make exploration fun. Yeah. And then my last, uh, one of my last complaints about it is the fact that I really, really dislike the fact that some actions are limited to motion control only. Yeah, oh, that, that's, yeah. I think, my biggest Sucks. complaint. That's, well, that's my biggest complaint. That makes it really hard for people who have, like, motion, like, you know, problems doing motion Yeah, or, or, like, you know... Some people still have broken left Joy-Cons because it still sucks. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> if you want to play it, I mean, if you have the, you can't really play it with a pro controller. That's just kind of what, I you mean, can, you but can. it's like, it feels Yeah, weird. but the thing is, yeah. like, I mean, I've been playing it mostly, uh, like, with the controllers attached. Mm. Yeah, um, and it, it, I'm, you can't really do that super well. You don't want to, yeah. like, shake your whole Yeah, switch. the thing is, like, I just end up not doing any of the motion controls, which means I miss out on, like, I think the only thing I really miss out on is like the the up and down ones, mm -hmm. like because you can kind of do a suit, you can get the spin one. Yeah, you don't really need it for anything, yeah. but it is still the kind of thing where the game really wants you to play it. With and the two homing detached. one too. Yeah, the homing mm -hmm. thing is like super useful, and it's like yeah, yeah, it wants you to play with two detached Joy Cons, and if you can play it other ways, but it pretty explicitly wants you to play like that, which is. A little disappointing after Breath of the Wild. That was so like, eh, just do yeah, whatever. However, like, you want to play like that? You want to play like that? Eh, that's fine. Yeah, I hate how long the intro screen is just being all like, hey, you should try playing with detached Joy-Cons <laughs> every single time. Yeah, that That's, I think, a, a big failing on their part. Is part. it really something you can't just disable? No. no. Uh, well, it's, I, it's, not even, it's not necessarily even disable. It's just that there are certain, like, if you want to throw your hat up, which is useful in a variety of cases, uh, you just can't. Yeah. Unless you, you, you literally motion up. Can't and it's throw just it like, down, can't do like the homing thing, which is very frustrating for yeah. certain challenges yeah. where homing you have to be is like... Homing so helpful. And that's why... Point. Yeah, it's also why... It's also always been my sort of gripe with a lot of the Nintendo games where some of the motion controls, they they're like really push the motion controls just a little bit too much, I think. Especially yeah. with like, yeah, because it's like sometimes if I am playing with detached controls, like I'm usually playing with the sides or like just shaking it out. When I'm doing the motion controls, there's a number of times where I feel I don't have the proper control I have over Mario. Yeah. And that's yeah. partially, that's not partially, I don't think that's a game's fault. I think that's just the actual hardware's fault. Yeah. And, and I mean, I turned off motion controls for everything that isn't like the cappy throwing. Because if you turn off the motion controls oh, in yeah. the menu... It turns off everything but the cappy throwing. And I will say, like, it's very natural to use the motion controls when you're doing it. Yeah. But also, I wish that I had the option to not do that. Like, yeah. I'd probably still play it mostly the same way. But the fact that I don't, like, there for a lot of people and for myself, there isn't really the option to not have that yeah. is kind of frustrating. Again, yeah. since the whole philosophy around the Switch has seemed to been... You want to play this game like that? It's, you can play it however the fuck you want. It's like a, it's like play, be able to play it wherever you want, and it's wherever you want, however you want. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Yeah, and yeah. It, that's sort of an odd thing for like the flagship Mario game for the Switch. I yeah, mean, it really does seem more so. The motion controls are mostly to help you do a lot of things for the main storyline. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't but really, you, but you do if you want to get like every single move. Yeah, yeah but I, I think I think that in and of itself is a little disappointing yeah 
Um, I mean, but again, that said, it's it's still a wonderful game. Yeah, I'm still I'm having, having a lot. Of, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I do. Yeah, I do think that there's some of the some of the introduced mechanics are kind of meh, but that's. Mm-hmm. I think that's comes with the nature of it being a platformer. Yeah, and there's enough stuff that happens there where everything like most of the ideas they had around like can you capture this and there was yeah. definitely certain points of that where it's just like oh shit this is there are certain things you can capture that are real dumb yeah and there are really but then there are funny. some that it's like this is great i would have never imagined this this is yeah. so cool yeah uh but yeah you know it's uh it's really fun it's gonna be interesting to see Nintendo's got the two games of the year at this point, for the most part. I mean, who's it? Which is, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what like the gaming thing. media falls down on. Like, I've been ordering, I've been looking at my list uh, of top ten games. Somehow, my, like of my top ten, I think both Odyssey and Breath of the Wild somehow fall in the bottom half. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> well, you have like Persona Five in there. Persona like... Five is like below those now. <laughs> Wait, really? What, yeah. what? What's at the top now? I mean, I think like preview for anyone. Let me let me take a look at my list. But, um, <laughs> he has to look to remember. I do, I do, because like I keep I keep changing it. But it's like there are some games that I can't necessarily deny, and this is going to be like kind of like a back preview whatever but it's like for example like player unknown battlegrounds i cannot deny the impact in terms of the amount of hours i put in and it's like like yeah i'm gonna be putting in hundreds i put in hundreds uh, about 100 hours into breath of the wild i'm probably gonna put in you know anywhere from like 50 to 60 hours into odyssey probably I put in I've put in like 250 to 300 hours in PUBG. Yeah, it's I think it's one of those things where it's like if your game of the year whatever is something that's supposed to be like the best game, then yeah, it probably goes yeah. to something else. But if you're going for the game that has the most impact, there's just no question. It's yeah. PUBG. Yeah. That like And the thing is like I I feel like there are other games with different there are things that I obviously value a little bit more. And I think the biggest faults for Odyssey and Zelda are that, like, the gameplay is great, right? You sure? Um, overall, though, I would say that, like, the story or the sort of overarching story that kind of ties everything together are probably the two weakest points of those Nintendo games. I mean, they rely hardcore on like the back history of the previous games no, in yeah. the franchise. Yeah. That's that and that definitely does change it. But yeah, those yeah. games themselves I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean that's an explanation never... for Mario, but that's not, that's no good explanation for yeah, Zelda. I mean really. those really though, that's just never been the focus for Nintendo no, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. So I, I yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, PUBG has been the like most impactful game in years in terms of just like culture it seems like every single person i know is playing PUBG. yeah it's i'm I mean, not because my desktop sucks <laughs> <laughs> but even then like i, I i've i've been considering putting things like near automata okay. above above those just because of the stronger story like what the fuck yeah like like that's the thing like usually like i rate games on like the amount of like what the fuck and like times i'm blown away and like the times that i would have been blown away by breath of the wild was like you know it was here and there and then with odyssey it's kind of weird where it's like it brings a smile to my face but i've never at one point in odyssey gone like oh my god this is something i 
literally need to talk about with somebody else right now. <laughs> I think that you have sort of a unique way of rating games. Yes. Because I think most people say which would rate them by which games were the most technically well executed or which games uh, gave them the most just sit down joy to play. The most yeah. fun or stuff thing like that. Yeah. The thing yeah. is like the thing is like the joy I that, think I, that uh, PUBG would yeah. probably top people's list for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thing is like PUBG is not even at the top of my list. Um, it's like number three, I think, right now. Uh, and there are, there are just other games that I are out there. I think that that just make me go like, wow, like there's just something about this game that it's like that sort of like intangible it factor or whatever yeah. that makes me go like, this is something that is special versus something that's like incredibly great and well polished. And it's like it's it's a it's a like Odyssey is a great nostalgia feel, very well polished. But at the same time, I can't necessarily say it's like completely like made me drop everything and blown me away yeah that's fair yeah also should we talk about extra life now that that's happened sure yeah. it seems like everyone's sort of gone through it thanks for tuning in for those who did it seemed holy like... shit <laughs> uh yeah we ended up raising our team ended up raising 830 i mean yeah 835 during the 35 weekend. yeah not bad yeah. Pretty yeah. solid, guys. Well yeah. done. Uh, Thanks for doing the whole 24 hours to both 25. of you. 25. 25, that's true, because it was... Uh, I know. Because it God. fell on uh, daylight, daylight savings time again. So. And we don't live in Arizona. <laughs> I mean, yeah. technically we could just do 24, but that doesn't seem right. It seems like no, we, 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 we went from 8 to 8. Eight. 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 You got to do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So props to you for doing uh, that. I'm sorry I couldn't join the whole too. time. No, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, playing Jackbox with people over the internet is always a treat. It is Random people just join us who we didn't know at all who were like, can we play Jackbox? And we're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, so which it, Jackbox is definitely yeah. one of those where I, I would totally have only played it with people in the room. I haven't yeah. really done it over the internet. And I was surprised by how well it worked. It, 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 it was definitely a different experience, but yeah. I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. There's not much you can do about the delay and stuff. But yeah. That's, yeah. that's definitely yeah. the unfortunate part, but it is... Yeah, it still worked surprisingly well, especially in terms of I think, you know, Trivia Murder Party has its issues with doing that. Uh, obviously, some games like Faking It we couldn't do, but Quiplash, I mean, that game yeah. is built. To yeah, play. we played we played a bit of Fibbage uh, later in the yeah. night when we played when we, people had requested to play it again. And that was actually pretty good. Um, yeah. So if you want our I think. So technically, we did you even, record your stuff on Twitch? I only got uh don't think I got all of it on there, unfortunately. Um, no. Did, did, did you? Okay. I, I think I forgot to turn that setting yeah. on. Yeah. I only you should. This. It, yeah. I think I, you highlighted or talked about highlighting some of the Jackbox stuff before. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, that should be on your channel. Well, no. Yeah, that's on my channel. Yeah. I, I do have all the recordings. Okay. It's like Twitch.tv, cool. Dark Alpine, whatever. Um, but it, it, yeah, we played we played a couple of games. Uh, Christine, you pretty Odyssey. much you you did Odyssey the whole time, which was <laughs> very <laughs> impressive. Well, yeah, I was pretty slow though because I did as an incentive for like whoever donated like X amount, I do like a drawing, and a lot of people were requesting drawings. So. Yeah, no, that, that was actually pretty fun. Yeah, uh, you should uh post like pictures of the whole thing at some point. Yeah, on the I, uh, on the Facebook page, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah. that. That's a good point. I played I played a number of different games. I'll play a little bit of Cuphead, which was always frustrating <laughs> but fun. Um, I'm sorry, Cuphead's starting to grow, grow on me a little bit more. In the sense that it's like, it's like it's it's very very difficult, but it's starting to 
grow on me. Um, well, what was that game where like in the middle of the night you were playing? Yeah, so you just were, like, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to talk about that just like real quick. Um, this game called Observer, it's hmm. like a cyberpunk walking. It's like one of those walking simulators, obviously, where you're just like it's kind of like Gone Home or whatever. But it is a like a cyberpunk psychological horror game, uh, where you end up playing this like police officer or detective rather in this like in the far flung future so everybody has implants and whatever and like one of the main motifs of it is that you can actually hack into people's uh brain implants or augmentations and kind of relive their memories and hmm. relive what what happened like during like a crime or whatever but because it's the brain it's not really like you relive the memories you just go through this really fucked up like dream sequence where you're not even entirely sure if you're like in reality or not anymore and it's just like it is it was a a very very intense experience to do during like the the missing hour of <laughs> extra yeah life. during the uh the dead hour or whatever seriously i would like try like you know chatting to him or something and he'd be like dead focused like <laughs> <laughs> no yeah like i like my my I, my palms were sweaty while playing that knees game. weak arms are heavy yeah <laughs> yeah i, I figured mom spaghetti know. uh no but it was it's definitely it's it's a very interesting game and i need to play more of it but it is super super dark and it's probably I'm not really in like the it. middle of the night of a 25 hour gaming marathon. i mean i think i think that just enhanced the experience honestly well i mean if you're terrified out of your mind you're not gonna sleep so that's just a weird True. thing it's like i wasn't scared it was just like okay if your heart is fuck? racing then you're or is it just like soul destroying dark like um it, a little or... a little bit of it, okay. it right because it, it it brings you it brings you kind of like the first one of the first minds you dove into is like there's a drug dealer essentially and it's kind of like you see how he goes through prison and it's like very very symbolic in a lot of the things that he has to experience and go through and you're just like fuck yeah how did that really work for uh for streaming it seemed i mean you know obviously um late as hell at night but yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't too bad i mean i don't think many people were on at that point but yeah. it was like just being able to play through and just like literally just keep saying what the fuck is pretty <laughs> great yeah it's interesting thinking about how how much recording gameplay and how much streaming gameplay is like part of the culture now mm -hmm. in, in like such a fundamental way like when nintendo is adding functionality to like record videos you know yeah. this is like except, except way it, deep it's into it really shitty no it's <laughs> terrible but i mean like they still don't have so much about like the standard things like online gameplay and stuff they're still just kind of like ah, who cares it's well, like yeah when they don't really when, they don't really look at other what other people yeah, do yeah when they're doing it you know it's like you know that it's so yeah. much a part of it yeah. that you can't take it out now uh, though I I must say though definitely for extra life my favorite part was like actually interacting with people like as I was playing and then you know either being like why are you doing this you're stupid <laughs> or being like oh yeah I really like this or like just yeah. casual chats like, or in the Jackbox one where people oh. got actually mad I've never seen someone get mad at Jackbox before yeah, but it was so pretty weird. it was pretty amusing <laughs> I was I was um, laughing about yeah. it <laughs> I mean yeah I, I definitely I also played a bit of PUBG during that and that was actually pretty cool because. The people that I played with, like, we, they made an incentive for themselves if they win. If, like, if we actually got a, a win or a chicken dinner, they would help donate. Oh, cool. So it was like, all right, 
We got to do everything for the kids. Everything for the kids. For, yeah. For the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Evelyn was a was a yeah. strange sniper. <laughs> so good. I tuned in while Carla was playing PUBG, and I was like, "Hey, I can't see the map. You should move your face." I was like, and, "No." And he he said it this way, like, "Ha ha ha!" Someone's trying to screen screen. Like I thought one of my like, yeah. Oh no no. I thought one of my friends no, no, like no. was trying to do it because like another one I'm of my laying in bed feeling sick and I just want to know what's happening. Yeah, no, another one of our friends actually tried to like jump into our game at the same time to kill us, but that unfortunately didn't happen. Um, no, that was a uh, yeah. That whole that whole all of extra life was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish I could have been there. Yeah, next definitely. Year. Yes. Don't be sick next year. I will not be sick <laughs> yeah. yeah, next year I won't have wisdom teeth shit. That'll keep me out yeah. of the yeah. full twenty-four. Hopefully next year I can, I can host. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the one last thing I want to talk about before we get into whatever, uh, is <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins is actually good. Cool. <laughs> I got it. Nice. I, I bought it. What's uh, good about it? Uh, it's not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's weird. Hey, no, that, that 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 tells me a, a <laughs> no, fair bit. You know. I mean, it, it, it is Assassin's Creed, but it's like, like they've revamped the combat in so, in a good, weird, interesting way. Where it's like you have RB is like your light attack, and then the triggers your heavy attack, hmm. and you have blocking, and it's like you dodge stuff and you can parry. It's like okay, so it's it's like Arkham Asylum combat. Almost, no, it's or... like Dark Souls combat. Oh, huh. <laughs> well, not like fully like Dark Souls where everything is like super weighted, but it's like a faster Dark. It's like a it's like baby Dark Souls. Okay, of. so it's the kind of thing where you actually have to think about it a little bit yeah. more, and not just like mash. Button. Yeah, and like yeah, the story well, is. I love button mashing. I, yeah, <laughs> I've only I've only played a little bit of it so far. Um, like maybe like a couple hours or so, but it's like. The ways that it's it's kind of changed up how stealth works and how like fighting works and like you get gear that and it's doing the same thing that everyone's doing now where each all of your gear has like certain rarities so you get purples and blues and like yep. ev- destiny is in everything. Yeah, I mean it really is. I mean, what was the thing? I haven't played it. yet. I guess but... Diablo's in everything, really. Yeah, but... but well, I mean with the. Uh, uh... World War Two, the new Call of Duty game, oh. now has like the tower. Like every yes. single uh, yes, it the does. multiplayer thing has like a matchmaking lobby. That's it's the tower. It, yeah, it's, it's like straight it's a, up. It's a tower. social. It's a social matchmaking lobby. Yeah, that doesn't work at the moment. No, it doesn't work. But it, it's funny that <laughs> that's like <laughs> a part of the game. No, yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's kind of interesting to see how bits and pieces of Destiny have influenced. Even though Destiny, whole from pretty much wholesale, was influenced from basically like diablo yeah right it's also funny to hmm what call of duty has done with their microtransactions thing it's so so fucked up like i'm okay with it the way it is in destiny because it's just cosmetic shit but the the stuff in in uh yeah in call of duty it's just like okay so like you have like you you have your character level and you, each of your factions have their own level, and it's like, and then stuff drops, and the fact that you can see what somebody else paid for and what they're getting out of it is kind of a load of horse shit. I think. Oh yeah. It's like, basically, all you're doing then is being like, see what this person did when they spend money. You should spend money too. But that is, you know, that is yeah. the, that is the way it is right now for. Yeah. Blockbuster games. Yeah, did we 
Did we talk? I don't forget in the last podcast. Did we talk we about the... definitely talked about it. Yeah, okay. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to make sure that we talked we, about we the weird, didn't the want weird to EA patent, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure we covered that before because that, that EA patent is so fucked. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about the patent. I oh. It doesn't ring a bell to me. Okay. It was so EA got in trouble recently because like a patent had come out that they had filed last year. Enough to the point where Bungie even came out and said, this stuff is not in Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's basically they do uh, EA or Activision. EA. Okay. No, actually, no. Yeah, you're right. It's Activision. Yeah, because I side. thought yeah, it yeah. was something where that they had to specifically yeah. bring up this isn't in Destiny. Because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's it's Activision uh, Blizzard. Uh, so it's basically matchmaking done in such a way that helps influence microtransactions. Oh, so it's so like you're matched with people who. So like 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 take this for example. So if do you know the game Clash Royale? Um, it's like a, it's like this like Clash of it's Kings, like Clash of Kings, mobile Clash of Clans, yeah. yeah it's one it's a one v one, like dual, dual thing. But yeah, you can get you can buy cards, and it's obviously very pay to win. Yeah, but it's like they have this weird thing where it's like as soon as you pay for matchmaking, it will like match you against lower rated players more th- more often to make it seem as <laughs> if what you bought helps you, right? And then it will slowly scale that back and start play- pitting you against like better players until that's you start paying again up. essentially yeah, like this so this this is so i've been shitty. this has been kind of seen and it's like yeah so what what activision's patent does is like basically changing and in influencing matchmaking based on these things so it's like for example oh you 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 know someone you you pay money you pay five dollars right you get this like special sword so then the matchmaking system decides to match you against players that that sword is going to be good against. that you're just gonna wreck you're yeah. gonna wreck and it's gonna slowly scale that back until that or it's going to match and it's going to start matching you against players that have paid more money and say like look at this cool stuff you could possibly buy <sighs> and that's that's where oh. i think the call of duty thing com- becomes really disgusting because it's like actively showing you what other players can buy to kind of influence you to be like here buy well, this in, in order this to so problematic yeah in order to like keep <laughs> competitive never play these games yeah. yeah but the thing is it's like with with things like micro with a uh, with these microtransactions with things like machine learning it's very very easy to see that a a company will soon be able to know the exact time to show you this exact pop-up to get you to buy something yep uh just because they know that that you're a certain type of player and there's like you know a subset of 20 different type of players that play this game and here's the actions that will basically make it so that those certain players will spend more money I mean, they already have certain things where they know, like, certain types of people will, like, buy things, like, in one large bundle, and some will, like, buy yeah. perpetually, and, like, there's already things that well, catered to that. Well, there's even things where if, like, if they know that one of their whales, which is what the term is, right, yeah, yeah, for yeah. people that spend a lot of money on these games, if they know one of their whales is, like, say, a fan of this sports team, for example, like, say you're a fan of, like, FC Barcelona or something, sure, and then all of a sudden, okay, we're going to release a sports pack where we're basically making this fc barcelona skin worth like a hundred dollars but it's like all they really want is to get that one person to buy it because they'll make the return on that licensing off of like a handful of people because those people will spend the money it's that weird thing again of now that so much data is just out there that we're doing like there's so much stuff where it's like we're just kind of offering it up you know it's like this is it's like all right cool people are watching us people know a ton about us cool now let me send my dick pic to the white house uh it it feels like that's just kind of where we're at now and 
companies are using it to make a lot more money in every field and gaming I mean, is the, the last is, one to touch. Yeah, the thing is it's like the thing that makes it so, somewhat scary about gaming is that it's not even you don't even need to lean on all that extra data yeah. from other companies from tracking or whatever to get this stuff done. Literally just, you know, if well, if, if, if you're EA yeah. or Activision, yeah, you have that. Yeah, if yeah, Blizzard decides to, you know, take start looking at how Overwatch players interact with the game in a certain way and start to release pay loot box. Well, they do have pay loot boxes, but like pay, like, you know, things that give you a distinct advantage that I think that it's, it becomes very trivial for them to be able to correlate that data and then find ways to exploit. Yeah. How like human psychology, right? It really turns me off of these kinds of games. Like the idea that they're going to, do matchmaking and things like that so manipulatively it's like i don't i don't want you to have my information so that you can try and influence my thoughts with it but at the same time like that's i'm on facebook yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's hard to not be but it it does it's hard to feel like it feels like at some point it's gonna i'm not gonna say it's gonna stop but it doesn't seem like a sustainable practice because so many people get turned off by it but the thing is is that at the same time it they're not relying on that many people but no but yeah, yeah. people get turned away from yeah it. you just need that one person because like yeah. you $10, yeah yeah you want to look at like what makes fifa and madden super profitable it's not the games itself it's ultimate team yeah right and it's the like I, i'll admit i i play ultimate team i've maybe spent like ten dollars on it because like i was like sure why not uh but at the same time it's like there are people that will literally spend thousands every week in order to get better cards it's like essentially turning you know turning like the video game into the same thing like magic magic the gathering where it's yeah. like super expensive to get in if you want to play in and be competitive yeah <sighs> making things harder to be like just oh yeah casually get on try this out see what happens because yeah i never got really into ultimate team because it was like a relatively high there's a high bar to entry yeah there really is not even just financially but just in terms of like knowing what the game in in and of itself is knowing how to start with it knowing yeah because there are people that like there's like economies in that and people that way that they play the system and literally that's like the one game they play all year and it's you know, it's not surprising because then, yeah, you and then you look at things like GTA Five and their their uh, <laughs> DLC. Machine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but their look at their DLC. All of their DLC has been free because it's all been for GTA Online. Free. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like it's free, and then you have to pay with it either with an absurd amount of time or you pay with it with money. Yeah. yeah. What was the MOBA that recently said like a casual player played like an hour every day of the week? Like, <laughs> that's probably League if I had to guess or yeah. Dota. Yeah, it, it's League or Dota, but I don't remember. But it's just kind of like someone is like calculating it out. It's like, so you're literally spending like, you know, 17% of your time on this game to be casual. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a bit much. The thing is, like, not even if you think about it. Like, yeah. you think about, you, you play one, if you play one match of League, one match of Dota, maybe about a match to two matches of PUBG, that's one hour. Yeah. And that's that that doesn't seem like a lot in terms of um how much of you do you actually play. So like I can see a casual league player playing one game a day. But it is weird to think about like an hour or two every day being considered casual. Like it yeah. it is because I wouldn't say like somebody who's do- doing like a match or two of PUBG a day 
is hardcore. I wouldn't say that, but it's no. weird to think that an hour or two a day of PUBG is casual. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, since if you, it's just such a, if you look at like a percentage of your time, that's when it starts getting kind of like, oh yeah, this is actually a standard yeah. portion versus I could have been doing something else. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it, it does, it, it changes from what we used to be where you would spend an hour playing, you'd spend a couple of hours playing either through a story game and then you would be switching games every now and then, yeah. every couple of weeks, right, to keep things interesting. And it doesn't seem too crazy to say like, oh yeah, I beat Zelda over the course of a month and played about an hour or two each day and now I'm on to my next game. Mm-hmm. Whereas like here, it's just more of like League is just basically the only game you play. Yeah. And There's when, a lot more yeah. specialization at a time like, or you're playing one game, yeah. going nuts with it for a while. And there are a lot of people that are just like, oh, I don't like that type of game and I just played the one game that I play. Yeah. And that's, I think those, are, that makes up a much larger section of the community than people like, people that are like oh i'm a hardcore gamer like really want to say because they're like oh yeah how come you're not getting to the hardcore gamers because like the majority of gamers are people that are just casually playing one game yeah over yeah. and over again because they that's what they like to do yeah or you have one game at a time for month two months and then you sort of move on to the next one and don't, maybe come back to the other one every so often but for yeah. the most part you're sticking with you know one game at a time i mean Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, yeah, Minecraft's like a great, a great position, like thing to point at and say, like, look, just people, this is all people play and focus on. Yeah. Some people. Some people, that's all they I mean, do. It's, essen- it's essentially like, I mean, I think this is also the, the very interesting and disturbing thing that comes with Destiny, everything being like Destiny or everything being like Diablo is that when you start adding these MMO elements, like, I think. What happened is, in a sense is everyone kind of looked at WoW and saw how a- addicted essentially everyone got yeah. to that MMO. Because, like, the f- yeah. How much money people were willing to spend on Yeah, and I I mean, I was one of them. Fuck, I love WoW. Uh, yeah. But Subscriber it's like, game. Yeah, but once you take bits and pieces of, this, of that, right, and, like, start adding it. Because, like, you look at loot boxes and essentially that's no, that's no different than being at the end of a raid in WoW and being like, I really hope that I can roll and get the actual loot that hope I want. Hope you get the good drop. Yeah. And it's, I think this you expand sort of, that. It all comes back to the fact that indie games are going to save the world. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think I think that's why I, th- I, I want to say, like, indie games are probably where some of the most interesting stuff comes in. Like, yeah. I play, like I said, I do play a lot of the AAA stuff. Yeah. Mostly just because it's like I'm interested to see where the game industry as a whole comes around. But I will say, like, some of the best experience I've had this year and, you know, even in previous years have always been, like, these smaller indie games with more compelling stories or interesting weird combat and it's not always just like the assassin's creed like assassin's creed is like interesting yeah it's like okay things have changed which is and not inter- to say that indie games can't be addicting as fuck too no oh, yeah, yeah yeah but um stardew valley does exist <laughs> yeah I, stardew yeah. valley is a great a great thing That's to point at and say look how much time i've put into that and time i continue to put in that or it, things like golf story and things like that uh, I just got Golf Story. Yeah. I haven't yeah. tried it yet, but I just got it. It, it it's real. It's real cute. Also, <laughs> for like a lot of like indie games, though, they have like they can have very compelling storylines, and they're only like you know like three to six hours of gameplay, which yeah. is actually nice because it's a low level of commitment to be able to actually get through something. Some of us actually have the time to play, right? Yeah, <laughs> makes it there easier. Was somebody, I was reading a review of Destiny as I continue to just like 
be indecisive about if I want to play it or not. <laughs> uh, and the person was like, yeah, it's really a casual game. You don't have to put that much time into it. Oh, I mean, shit. you can get away with putting in like an hour or an hour and a half a day. And I was like, your definition of casual and my definition of casual uh, are not in the same ballpark in any way. <laughs> it's not in the same country. Yeah. I, I want to so, say uh, that's why, like, I know a lot of people that when Overwatch came out, they switched over from League to Overwatch because they said yeah. the games were shorter. Yeah, I, and that's a, a big factor. Certainly, it makes it a yeah. lot easier to to really like just do a couple games and then be done. Yeah. And that video lore, <laughs> like the videos <laughs> alone for the shorts, I love Overwatch. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, and I would say with Destiny, it's like that's it. You can play it casually, like you can play thirty minutes at a time every day if you or on a few days or do a couple hours every couple days or something. So, yeah. but I would say that. The problem with that is that, like an MMO, if you want to experience the best parts of that game, it's going to you require can't do that. it's going to require time, and it's going to require coordination with a large number of other people. Yeah, you and did the raid hard. during Extra Life. <laughs> I did. I did part of the raid during Extra you Life. You did the final boss. I did I the final boss. Part. Yes. Um, and that was yeah. That was that took like three, four hours just to do that final boss going in blind. Yeah. And. I mean, honestly, that was probably the most fun I've had in Destiny thus far. The raids are always the best part. Um, that said, it wasn't the best. It's it's still an okay raid. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that still took me a while to get there. It wasn't this not something necessarily I could casually do. Yeah. Which is, you know, something they're deliberately doing. It, but, it, man, it is so weird to see how, like, casual versus hardcore has evolved, even in the last five years. Because I remember casual gamer would just be like, oh, yeah, I played Bejeweled on my phone. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Or it's like it's like the the stereotypical, I get mad in Call of Duty, and that's it. Yeah. Um, that's probably, like, the step above, like, the, the next step above casual. But it's like casual gaming nowadays is pretty much mobile gaming. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or gaming on your phone. And that's where the majority of games are. And I. Well, it's also un- interesting yeah. because, since there is like a um, a thing a long time ago. Since, you know, we we have the stereotype where like most gamers are like dudes. But there was this study that came out that looked at like all sorts of games, including like the mobile and like mm-hmm. the ones that we consider like more casual. And it's like over half of gamers are women if you include those, you know, yeah. easier to access games. Yeah. And, or yeah. some types of games as well. It's like vastly women and are wildly successful. Oh yeah, like yeah. visual novels being a, a stereotypical example. It's certainly not the only one, but that has become a gigantic, gigantic market. It seems. I mean, they're cool. <laughs> I, it, it, it's still it's still quite very niche. And, yeah, it's certainly and, a niche market, and, but... and like a good section of that market still caters to the the. Uh, erotic Japanese-esque yeah. Uh, yeah. version of those games. Yeah. But being in Japan recently, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you it's still <laughs> totally yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it is, it is what it is. Um, It's di- cultural differences and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, I, I don't know. And the problem is like, the problem with like mobile gaming is that's not something that I have forayed as much into as I probably would like to say I have. Yeah. I mean, there have obviously been like the games that you play, like, like, um, what was it? Down downfall was one of them was a good, real mo- good mobile game. Um, there, yeah. there, there are like, there are like small little bits and pieces like that. And yeah, I played clash Royale for a time. Yeah. I, I Fuck mean, that game. I, I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed doing the like 
endless runners or just solitaire yeah. on my phone or, even or something like, like that. Even like the Fire Emblem game is actually pretty yeah. good. It, I mean, it's just something where it's like, all right, I'm on the bus. What and, do I do now? And soon, Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> That's going that's to That's going to be interesting. That's going to end the world probably. Yeah. If I'm, it's like an Animal Crossing game, like it's not even it's end the, my phone battery. That's yeah, it's sure. not even going to like end. Hopefully it's better than yeah. It doesn't have to be Though, a great Animal Crossing game. It just has to be an Animal Crossing game yeah. and that's well, just going to like it has to be available. Shit. Yeah. But now thinking about it, so the the concept of a casual gamer, right? Uh and we kind of say that like hey, putting in 1 hour a day every day it seems insane to be casual nowadays but when you think about it it's, now that gaming has been more or less been much more socially acceptable to the mainstream yeah uh i would say that like yeah because you look at something like PUBG, which is ridiculous in the amount of hours played i would say that like that one like that one to two hours a day starts to replace other forms of entertainment that we would consider casual tv because like watching yeah. Watching watching know, an episode of TV the, a day is just kind of like okay yeah you're not binge watching you it you're yeah. not a fan of it you're yeah it's whatever but hey, it's I like, like those cooking competitions oh no <laughs> trust me I've been binge watching cooking competitions on Netflix while I play Destiny for the past two weeks it's been great yeah I I do enjoy watching me some Chopped or some Iron Chef oh, there's quite like, there's a, a great British one. On oh, great British, British Bake Off. No, 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 no. So it's, it's not. It's, it's that. It's not that one though. I know that one. I've been watching that one too. But okay, what was the one? Wow, Carla? that was amazing. Good job, yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Netflix one that's like. This is so off a tangent. Um, there's like this other Netflix one that is like a. It's like kind of what they say is like the replacement for the British Bake Off because they stopped making that, and it's like this like weird like british family cooking competition where like families come together and cook oh and, like, i've heard of it's this super yeah, yeah. good I've heard of this. Is it? yeah and you have this like this like like french michelin star restaurant guy and this other <laughs> and there's like this one woman both like critiquing the whole time it's just like hilarious and now i'm using words like mouthfeel all the time <laughs> <laughs> i've uh to bring it back around a little bit remember when cooking games were like all the rage, cooking like mama. cooking mama, and there was hey. a bunch of other ones. Or now what's that? Eat, serve, delicious. Yeah, it's there still was like real good. A bunch of them where it was like, uh, like restaurant running and stuff, and now it's like you have overcooked. And I'm not sure I can think of any other modern examples. But there's with a bunch that's... of cooking style games for. Um, hey, Breath for of the VR. Wild. Is... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Breath of the Wild is definitely a cooking <laughs> style. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I cooked a lot in that fucking uh, game. I want. Uh, I want to like do more with cooking than just have it be for me to eat like wouldn't it be so cool if you could like have a restaurant in breath of the wild to make money oh my god and this is Giving why you play DLC the sims idea. i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nintendo meets the sims oh, i mean i would play the shit out of that game though <laughs> like have imagine like you have like an animal crossing mmo where everyone gets open their oh own shop. no <laughs> oh no and that's on the switch and it's like portable so you can oh, come to your shop man. anywhere Second you want life. <laughs> oh, and, oh, ooh, uh, uh, no, yeah. It's, oh, I can turn into an airplane, a kinky airplane. <laughs> ooh. An airplane with a collar that has daddy painted on Holy fuck. <laughs> what? This is a family friendly podcast, Zach. No, it's uh, not. not anymore. It's not. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we're, we're we definitely. We would be rated. delisted for advertising on YouTube for that. Yes. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, moving along, <laughs> slowly moving along. 
uh yeah it's interesting to to think about how the main one i can think of in terms of where cooking is the focus is overcooked yeah i can't think of any other cooking mm. games eat serve eats is it eat serve delicious or eat cook delicious i don't know i, I don't, know. don't I've remember never that, that i think it's adorable i yeah. mean i used to play uh cooking mama all the time and it actually got introduced me to like a lot of cooking techniques oddly oh yeah enough and like seriously i'm planning on cosplaying as cooking mama at some point <laughs> yeah i would love a cooking mama sequel especially for the switch that would be yeah if they can bring it to the switch they've had yeah. a ton of sequels oh, but having I, a modern one would be really was cool it, I, think I read it this morning that they're coming out with a phoenix wright game for the yes. switch yeah i yes, think i heard are. that yes I yeah, think it's currently cool. only announced for Japan for now. It's not, but yeah. I think Nintendo. it's going to be coming to the U.S. It'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those kind of those kind of games really enjoy them. Would like to see more because especially like it'd be fun to have a cooking game that's like a little bit like you were saying, like actually teaching you some cooking techniques, not like super intense or anything, but yeah. just like the guitar hero I really I really want there to be like a a section in that game where you like sous vide and you just sit at the screen for like (laughs) two hours and you just like have to watch it every once in a while you check the temperature on your app you're like yep still cooking (laughs) it's like in VR you're just like whoop Ooh, and then it's going to be like a, a trick where it's like somehow the electricity goes out or something affects it and you're like oh no what do I do (laughs) where's the circuit breaker (laughs) Uh, yeah, and then it, then it turns into a psychological horror game. Yeah, no. Then, <laughs> then you turn. I think it... we have. I think we have to cut all of this. We're on to something here. We're gonna make. <laughs> we're gonna make millions. No, and, and then you turn uh, it into keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> so we would like to tell you that uh, for 2019, this is the announcement. Uh, <laughs> Frog Fractions Three. <laughs> this is once we eventually get a uh, get enough people who want to make this game. Pixel Radio we'll, Studios we're to coming make a game. to a city near right? you. We already mentioned a harem game too. I oh yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a diverse someday, range someday. of genres. <laughs> I mean, that that would be super appropriate for Frog Fractions Three. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. That would be really great. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll definitely keep that in mind, and someday maybe you'll see a game from us. <laughs> oh please, no. Well, maybe yes, but no. <laughs> but no. no. <laughs> but also yes. yes? But uh, no. But maybe. Okay, stop. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was. We did well.